Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode number 43 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell, podiatrist and health business mentor. The title of today's podcast is What Have We Learned? Now, I am recording this at the very end or of December, just before Christmas in 2020. And what I want to make sure is that when someone listens to this podcast, maybe in a year or two, that it's useful to them too. That it isn't just about what's happened in 2020. So um, over the past week or so, I've been um, wrapping up with my coaching clients, my one-on-one coaching clients, and we've been looking back on 2020 and really looking back on what have we learned, what mistakes have been made, what have gone well, and what have we learned from that. And what I want to make sure is, as a listener from this, that you kind of get a, a some sort of a lesson from this podcast that you will can bring forward to you whatever year you happen to be listening to this. So it's been a um, unusual year um, with the coronavirus um, here in Ireland and with uh, in the UK. Brexit is upon us on top of that. So there's a lot happening to say the least. And what I've asked my clients to do is to sit back with me during our coaching calls and we go through what have they learned from what's happened. And there's a number of things that have come across from um, generally and I wanted to bring them to you today in the podcast. So the first one was, the first thing we've learned is that shit happens. Um, now you could have a more subtle way of saying that and you can say... Things occur in life that uh, you weren't expecting. Um, a mentor of mine says to me that a good, a good business, a well-run business, should be a boring business. And what he means by this is that when you go into work every day, you shouldn't be firefighting constantly. You shouldn't have dramas, um, and it should be, you know, systematic. It should be predictable in the in the in the round. And overall, it should be like this. So it should be a boring thing to do. And what I have done with my my own clinic this year is I've implemented a practice manager. So I no longer um, work significantly in my own clinics and I have a practice manager run them. And for her, it needs to be systematic. It needs to be checklists. It needs to be simple, somewhat boring maybe some days. And by doing that, I make sure that the clinic and the businesses run well because it's the same thing happening, whether it's me, whether it's her, and that's what you want to look for in your business. But the problem is that that's not life. And this year has been anything but that. And there's a thing called a SWOT analysis. And I'd suggest after this podcast, you go and you Google a SWOT analysis. And essentially what it is, is you sit down and you work out what are all the possible things that you could think of that could go wrong in your business from various different vantage points. And then you come up with a plan. How could I deal with them if you think, if that happens? Now, this year, and I do SWOT analysis all the time. Um, I do them on sit down with a bit of paper and I constantly think out to myself and I get my clients to do the same thing think what could go wrong what's the worst that could happen and if I'm honest with you I don't think any of us thought that we were going to have a pandemic and that was not did not figure on any SWOT analysis that I ever did 
And when the pandemic came along in March this year, like most people, we kind of panicked. What do we do? But because I have a, I have mentorship and one mentor in particular took me through it and we sat down and we said, okay, what can we do? And I would do the same with my clients. And what I would say is that, yeah, what we've learned is that shit happens. But you have to be as prepared as you can be for this stuff when it happens. Now, you're not going to have a pandemic, obviously, every year. But you can get other things that can happen. Like you can have a staff member that you are heavily reliant on can leave. You could have complaints from patients. So on. I mean, you can come up with a list. And like I said, Google SWOT analysis, SWOT analysis, and go through that. And you will figure out that there things can happen in your business and you need to be prepared for them. Which brings me on to the second lesson that my clients and uh, ha- have observed this year. And that is something that I would always say, which is in every difficulty, there is an opportunity. So even this year with the pandemic, one of my clients in particular I'll talk about had been working with me for about nine or ten months. And these clients admitted to me themselves that in retrospect that up until the pandemic they were face-to-face with the patients all of the time and they weren't really implementing and getting stuff done that they needed to be do- that needed to be done and we weren't making the progress that I felt they could be making and there was a frustration with this but when the pandemic came along and the, we had the first lockdown they had to close their business for eight weeks and there was a that was a difficulty no income for eight weeks but what they did is they looked on it as what is the opportunity and over that eight weeks, they completely remodeled their business. They relaunched their marketing, which they've been putting off for months and months and months. And they sorted their pricing structure and so forth. And since they reopened in the following nine months, they've doubled their business. Whereas in the previous nine months, they'd maybe added a much smaller percentage. So, yes, things happen. Things are out of your control. Not everything, you, you can't control everything. But when difficulties come along, you've got a few options. One is you can panic and say, oh, there's nothing I can do. Or you can decide as a business owner, there must be some opportunity in this difficulty. Let's find an opportunity. Let's problem solve and let's work our way through it. The third thing that that um, my clients would tell me that they learned this year was that, um, that the, the saying that I would have um, that 80% out the door is better than 100% in, in the drawer is pretty true. And what do we mean by this? What we mean by this is that us medics, we tend to be perfectionists and we tend to wait um, until everything is just right. And when we do this, I'm talking now about your business. Obviously, I'm not talking about how you treat your patients. For example, your website, a blog you might write or so forth. If you wait for this to happen, for things to be perfect, you'll never get them done and you'll make, make no progress. So you're, you should accept for things like this, if you can get it out the door, 80%, that's better than sitting in, inside in your drawer never getting done. You can always come back and, and tweak it and fix it as you go along. But being proactive, getting stuff done is better. Which brings me to lesson number four, which is, a mistake to make is to an- overanalyze. Don't overanalyze. Act. And what I mean by this and what my clients have learned this year is the key to scaling up your business, the key, the key to being successful, to having a more successful podiatry clinic, 
the key to earning more while working less is to implement is to get stuff done so i i have quite a number of clients and what i have learned is that not all clients and not all people not all business owners are going to um implement new programs new plans new changes at the speed that i might want them to or hope that they would some take longer than others but what happens overall is that my clients have come back to me at the end of this year as we reflect on what have we learned in 2020 that actually if they'd spent less time treating their patients and spent more time implementing the plans and the programs that they had for their business that when they did so they found that they moved and accelerated their business at a much faster speed than previously and you can see it's a trend uh the trend is you don't wait for everything to be better don't or to be perfect rather um don't wait for or don't accept that just because bad things happen that you can't make the changes don't overanalyze just get on with it one step at a time keep moving one step at a time and you look back over a 12-month period like as i'm doing with my clients presently and you'll see that you've come a long way along that path Lesson number five that my clients have told me they've learned this year is that not to beat yourself up too much. That yes, you're going to make mistakes. And when you make mistakes, that's okay. You will learn from those mistakes. A client of mine um, recently had to let somebody go and took it quite personally that they, he, he felt that he'd let them down in some way. And that was not his intention that was not what he was trying to do. And, and the same has happened to me, where you, you, you take somebody on, you do your best by them, you train them as, as best as you can, you earn the right um, to let them go if you feel you've done so, then you let them go. Because it's not possible to do everything perfectly. And when you make mistakes, such as hiring the wrong person, and as a result having to let them go, don't take it too much to heart. Because if you do, you'll never make those next decisions, those hard decisions. And um, running a successful business, the difference is whether you're able to take those hard decisions and have those hard conversations. So don't beat yourself up too much when you do make mistakes. Because we all do it. Lesson number six would be you can't do it alone. And... As, as as clinic owners, as medics, we start off and we normally, most of us will start off with just ourselves and we'll take on somebody and we'll find that we have some degree of struggle in letting go of our baby of the business, letting having other people get on board and get involved in, in, in uh, decision making and so forth. But you can't do it alone. There's only so much time in the in the day. You can scale up money, you can scale up everything else, but you can't scale time. So you as the owner have only got a finite amount of time. And that time is best used on projects that's going to help you reach your end goal. And that may, those projects may not be treating patients 40, 50 hours a week. They may be treating patients 10 hours a week, 20 hours a week, or zero hours a week as I'm doing at the moment. And having other people step in, take over some of the tasks that you were doing. Maybe they won't do it 100% the way you're doing it. But like I said earlier, if they do it 80%, that's good enough. Because you simply cannot build a business of on your own. If you have a business and it's just you, that is not a business. That is a job. Now, there's nothing wrong if that's what you want. But if you want to scale a business that's independent of you, that provides for you whether you're there or not, 
then you need help. You cannot do it alone. Lesson number seven that my uh, clients have taught me this year is that price is far more elastic than they thought. With most of us, when we come out of college and when we open our own clinic, we're fearful of what to charge our patients. And in most cases, we're more fearful of the price than the patient is. And that's a mindset change that I work on with my clients. And it takes a bit of time. It might take 6, 12 months for them to realize that when they put their prices up, the pushback isn't anything like they expected it to be. And it's accepted by patients far more readily than they themselves have accepted it as the owner. And that therefore, price is far more elastic than they previously assumed it to be. Meaning that they can increase their charges, increase their profits, which they can put back into the clinic providing better quality services, better quality equipment, staffing, and so forth. Lesson number eight is that marketing is the key to scaling up. Because if you're the best podiatrist in your town, and I'm sure you think you are, or one of the best, because we all do, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you're not some way confident, it's pretty hard to open your own business. Well, let's imagine you are the best in your town, but nobody knows about you. And if nobody knows about you, how are you going to build that business? And marketing is the key for this. And I don't mean word of mouth marketing. Now, word of mouth marketing is great. And I would ha- we have word of mouth marketing, which we measure in my business. And I get my clients to do the same thing. It's not. I would never dismiss it. It is a vital part of any business. But the problem with word of mouth marketing is it's much harder to scale up because it's not fully in your control. It's more in the control of the person who's talking about you, which, yes, you can influence, but you can't scale it the way you can an automated marketing system. So what I've done with my clients, uh, especially ones that have started working with me this year, is I've helped to incorporate into them the formula, the marketing formula that we use in my clinic. Um, and the, the, the clients I spoke about earlier who use the opportunity of the lockdown to in, to uh, set up this marketing system that we've been discussing inside in their business and have since then seen significant growth inside in their clinic is an example of that. Now, what we'll be doing in 2021, in March 2021, is we will be launching um, an online course. It's a, an eight to nine week online course delivered live by myself called the New Patients on Tap Formula, where we will teach people who are not clients of mine on this course how to, this system works how they can set up an automated marketing system inside their business and have it run for them 24-7. Have a marketing system that is the hardest working member of staff that they have, never asks for a raise, and never needs to go on holidays. Now, if you're interested in um, getting onto the wait list for this course, then simply go to morepracticeprofits.com forward slash waitlist all one word and fill in the form and we will notify you as soon as this um, course becomes available to join Uh, we expect to have it um, in March 2021 and the waitlist is now open at www.morepracticeprofits.com forward slash waitlist so secret number nine and the last one I'm going to do is that Probably it's the biggest regret that I hear people say, and I would always tell them, listen, don't regret it too much. Like I said, don't beat yourself up. We've all made these mistakes. Is the lesson they've learned is I should have treated my clinic as a business much sooner. And 
If you're listening to this podcast, I presume it's because you feel there's something not quite right with your, your clinic that is not providing you maybe with the goals or the outcomes that you maybe wanted when you started it. And you need to start at the very beginning with your mindset and with the mindset that my business is there to provide me with the lifestyle that I want. And by providing my my staff and my patients with the, a good service, a good um, job, good conditions and so forth, that I will achieve what I want to achieve. But to do all that, I need to make sure that it runs as a business. Because by running as a business, it's going to be profitable that you can then decide either take part for yourself or put it back into your business or whatever it is you need to do. And you will have a more stable um, entity for both you, your patients, and your staff. So I hear this all the time. The lesson they learn is six, 12 months into to co- um, their coaching service with myself is I should have treated my clinic as a business much sooner. And this is true for me. I feel I spent the first 10 or 12 years not doing so. And if I could give myself one piece of advice um, if I could go back and give myself one piece of advice from the day I started now, I could go back, I would say, treat it as a real business. Get some help. You can't do it alone. There are people out there that will help you. People like myself, it doesn't have to be me, but there are people out there that will help you. Treat it as a real business and it will pay dividends for you, for your staff, for your patients. Then there's nothing wrong with doing that. So, although I'm... Um, recording this coming up to Christmas 2020 and I want to wish all anyone who listens to this a happy Christmas and a happy new year because I will not be re- doing another one next week coming up between Christmas and new year I'm taking a break well I'm earn break um, whenever it is you're listening to this it could be six months time it could be two years time the the lessons that my clients tell me they have learned over the 2020 which was a traumatic year for them is something that you hopefully can apply going forward into your business. So, until next time, uh, this is Lorcan O'Donnell, Podiatry Business Mentor, signing off.